Welcome to the Graybeard Chronicles podcast. Your hosts, Brian Halstead and Kevin Harkins, are two gray-bearded patriots who love God, their family and friends, and their country. The Graybeards are here to inspire, inform, and educate you on a myriad of topics they are passionate about. Brian and Kevin have a strong desire to share this with you to help you live your best life. Sit back and enjoy this amazing podcast as the Graybeards pass along the wisdom of the ages. All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number seven of the Graybeard Chronicles, that wow. magic episode wow. that we have to get over. It's good seeing you, Kevin. It's good seeing you as well, Bryant, and I'm, thanks for being here. I'm excited about recording yet another episode, and I know we talked last time about that, uh, that number seven being kind of that pivotal episode, and we're, we're going to make it well past that. Uh, we talked a little bit before we started and uh, we, um, we wanted to call out um, a situation that's going on because we, uh, we record these podcasts on Monday evenings and it is a, a Monday evening, the, uh, the 19th of August. And there's a situation that's going on with one of my uh, Strength and Honor Club brothers uh, that uh, I'm sure folks, unless they're living under a rock somewhere, have, uh, have heard about these two uh, off-duty firefighters, one from Jacksonville and one from Fairfax, which is my club brother, Justin Walker, who, uh, who went out of uh, Port Canaveral, Florida on Friday morning and uh, have not returned. And there is a, a massive search underway off of the eastern seaboard to, uh, to find these guys. So um, while I'm, I'm very much in tune and excited about the subject that we're going to be talking about this evening, I also have that and, and, and their safety and well-being on my mind. So uh, should somebody understand. notice that I might be a yeah. little bit off tonight, maybe, you, uh, maybe you'll give me a little bit of grace there and understand why. Absolutely. And, and uh, please pray for those guys and, and their families and all the folks that are out there searching for them. Um, I, I, they're both survivors. I don't know Brian. I haven't met Brian. I know uh, Justin very well, and he's an incredibly resourceful guy. Um, strong mindset, will to survive, and uh, I just I just know that uh, that they're going to be okay, and we have to keep believing that. So uh, please, you know, pray for the the folks that are looking for them. And uh, if there's any way that you can assist, um, check out Facebook. There's there's links on there about donating. Uh, there's a ton of civilian assets that are being volunteered for for this search, and you know those folks are are burning up their own gas and, and many of them paying for it out of their own pockets and, and some folks need some assistance with that. So the, the money that you donate is going towards those resources. And with some, some good fortune, perhaps some divine intervention, by the time this uh, podcast hits the streets, maybe they'll be safe and sound someplace. That would be a beautiful certainly, thing. Certainly praying for that. And if they're not, um, they're in warm water. And uh, as you said, Anybody that has a strong will to live in dire circumstances very often pulls through under the most unbelievable set of, you know, environmental conditions that they might find themselves in. So, and, I, and having spent a number of years in the Coast Guard, both uh, conducting searches as well as planning searches on the Coast Guard end of things, which is, of course, the lead agency work in this case, I can tell you they are very good at what they do. And uh, I would not want any other organization in the world 
leading that except the United States Coast Guard, and I know they're doing everything they can for them. So, but we will continue to pray for sure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. And I, I have no doubt every everything that I've ever seen or heard about the Coast Guard and the uh, the feedback that we're getting from the family now in, in, in this current situation is, is all you know, incredibly positive. All the resources that are being devoted to this. So, um, I have... Uh, I was pausing for a yeah, second because yeah, I was wondering what that siren was. It sounded a little odd, but um, anyways, it sounds like some emergency equipment going by. But um, yeah, I, I have uh, I have the utmost gratitude for all the folks that are out there searching, and I uh, absolutely I, I, I'm holding out hope they're going to come back safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, why don't we uh, why don't we pivot over to the topic at hand, and maybe 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 not. I don't know. We'll be able to work in something related to um, your topic into what's happening down there, and if not, it's okay. You chose a topic, leading self, leading others. And I know that you have some history with this, and why don't you, why don't you share what it is about that that uh, caused you to pick it and you know, give some opening remarks on what that means to you and why you chose it. All right, so I appreciate the, uh, the opening for that, Kevin. And uh, yeah, it is, this is... Leading yourself and leading others is something that um, I've used as a, as a title for presentations that I've done in times past and still do. Um, I think that uh, leading yourself is the foundation of leading anyone. The, the, the first person the first you have to, to, to be able to lead is yourself. You're not able to do that, don't even focus on trying to lead somebody else. You know, if you're... If your life is a, uh, and this is a technical term, by the way, a shit show, right. um, other people are going to see that, right. and they are not going to follow you. So you have to make sure that um, you're doing things. And, and, you know, you can translate that into a bunch of different ways, right? So, you know, self-care, you know, focusing on you and, and, and taking care of yourself mentally and physically so that you can take care of others, you can lead others most effectively. Um and, and, you know, understanding yourself, um, knowing what drives you, knowing what you're, what you're great at and what you're not so great at and what you should never do, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, and figuring out how you can um, show that, share that with others and plug the right people into the right places to move the whole group forward, the whole team, what, whatever the situation is. Okay. So that's part one. Part one is um, getting a hold of yourself. Yeah, and I think you're right. A whole bunch of different labels could be put to it. You reminded me of, I, I've heard people say, and I, I believe it to be true myself, I know it to be true, and that is you can't love others until you love yourself. You can't lead others until you lead yourself. You just There's too many things that get in the way that don't allow you to be effective. And I can tell you in my own my own personal life that's absolutely true so so the part two though is once you get there now you're into the realm of leading others and uh, any introductory comments on any of that before we start digging into it I think before we dive into any any part of this I there's there's another kind of a key element that that I want to share in the in the conversation here and it has to do with um, 
something I've kind of coined as like the trifecta of your life, right? And those things are thinking, saying, and doing. And, you know, I, I, I think okay. you can pretty much lump your entire life into those categories, yep. right? You're at, at any, any given moment, right. you're thinking it, you're saying it, or you're doing it, or a combination thereof. And it's important to understand, you know, how all of those things relate to one another. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Kevin, I know in, in uh, some of the mindset stuff that you have, have taught, still teach, you know, you talk about the, uh, the number of thoughts that, that goes Negative through your, your head on any given day. And what is it like? 80,000. 80, and yeah. and yeah. an overwhelming percentage of that 80,000 is negative. Yeah, about 80% of yeah. that. Right. So the, uh, the first hurdle you have to get over is mastering those thoughts. Right. Right. And, uh, and, and, and leading yourself past the negativity that you're constantly spewing inside your own head. So I think, uh, I think that's the foundation and foundation. And then, you know, from there, um, understanding how your thoughts drive your actions and your actions drive your results and, and understanding the link between those three things and being able to look and evaluate any given situation and see where the breakdown is, right? So you're not getting the results you want, then let's back up the chain and figure out where, where we're getting off track. So one of the key things that you said here that I think is really important to emphasize, everything, all, it all starts with your thoughts. And right, if you're reinforcing, it's a fact. What you, what you think about expands. And so if you're, if 80% of the thoughts that you're having on average in your head are negative thoughts, and there's a couple of them that you are wrestling with, maybe it's a bad habit, maybe it's a conversation you had with somebody, maybe it's, you know, something that went sideways at work, and you start to think about that thing and dwell upon that thing, it expands. The importance of it to you expands, the way that it impacts your mood expands. It, it expands in reality in every way of your life and it begins to manifest itself in the, the way that you behave. And so the key is to know that to be true, point number one, and then decide to get a hold of it and we can control our thoughts. Shut just, it down. Yeah. We just have to decide that we want to. And so, yeah, there's all kind of reasons that every one of us can feel uncomfortable or disappointed or sad about who we are, what we've done, what might be going on. If you dwell on it, it's going to expand and get bigger. If you decide, nope, I'm shutting that thought down and moving it toward I got to lead myself in a better way to get right. back to the title of the talk. You can do it. You just have to decide to do it. And it, it the first is awareness. This is what's happening. I need to stop it right now. So I wanted to emphasize that point. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. And that's, uh, that's great information. You absolutely have to uh, be able to catch yourself. And that, that comes down to that self-actualization and understanding, you know, who you are and and uh, what drives you and, and being able to catch yourself before you go too far down that rabbit hole. You know, put the brakes on, pump the brakes. You don't want to keep your foot on the brake, though. Right. You know, you right. gotta you got to get back to the gas because that what that, you know, that's what's going to move you forward. But that's, um, you know, that's one key element. Um, the uh, the say part of things, right? So um, words are powerful, right? And I know you, yep. I think you've heard me say that um, it, maybe even in a presentation that, that we did 
uh, here at the brewery um, for one of the lob talks. Several months ago, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah that uh, words are like, like bullets, right? So once you send them down range, you can't bring them back. Yep. And I'm talking about the ones that you use externally out loud and the ones that you have in your head. So, you know, you, you're, you're lucky the ones that you're in, you're in your head, sometimes you can, in many cases, take charge of those and do something different with them. Um, but it's important to understand the, the words that you're communicating out loud and doing so with intention. So, you know, it's important when you have things that you want to accomplish to share those with other people, to voice those, because along with that comes accountability and it makes it real when you communicate it out loud to other people. And the, uh, the benefit I think that a lot of times folks don't necessarily factor in is when you share it with other people, in many, if not most cases, people want to help you get where you're going. Hold you accountable, give, and, you, give you support, and yep. so on and so on. Yep. And, they, and they can absolutely help you right. if they know about it. Right. <laughs> right. right. And, and, and so that's the, the, the speaking and, and, and you know, saying what you're doing and, and, and so on. Um, and it takes some boldness and it takes some courage to share some of these things. It really does. And, you know, you don't share them with the guy walking down the street that you just met, but you share them with people that love you and know you and want you to be the best you that you can possibly be. So you got to be a little bit choosy about who you share it with, but absolutely. Right, right. <laughs> don't Just don't walk around spewing that stuff out to anybody that'll listen. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Great point. I wanted to, I wanted to share a thought. One of the things that I'm learning to love about this podcast is that for those of you out there listening, a lot of times right up until the time that we show up to record, we haven't spoken, Bryant and I haven't spoken about the topic. And so we can come at things from a very different perspective. I love that because you pick up on things that I would have never thought of and what I'm going to share with you is, a, is, is the aspect that, with respect to leading yourself, I thought of, and you probably did too, but I'm going to mention it first so I get credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that is, okay, what does leading yourself mean? We're talking about thoughts, we're talking about expanding, we're talking about... But where I went with all of this is, okay, I've mentioned on this podcast previously that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Create it first as the thoughts in your own mind. So in other words, determining what it is that you really want in life out of whatever issue you might be dealing with as your overarching life legacy, whatever it is, step one, determine is what, what it is that you want. And the second thing that I went to is then, once you get there, ask yourself, why? Why do I want that? And if you want that, you know, for example, I'm just going to make up a story here. I want to make a million dollars. Okay. I mean, everybody wants to make a million dollars. Back to leading self. Why do you want to make a million dollars? What is it about that million dollars? Well, because I just want to be rich and buy, you know, nice things. That's the kind of why that you're going to give up on in about five minutes. Because that's not a compelling... You, you got to get down deep to figure out and find something that is so incredibly important. Connect what you want to a why that's so powerful that it gets you through the dark days, through the down days, and it causes you to soar during the up days. So, and then the third thing is, and if we have time, maybe I'll read it. I have a quote about commitment 
you know, once you decide what it is, you, you commit to doing it. We have a fly here that is just attacking. We have an attack fly. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he left <laughs> me and he's over by you now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Went straight in my ear. Right. Fortunately, he the, came out. The joy of recording outside. <laughs> yes. You get the background right. noise from all the bugs. Right. And uh, munched on by some of them as well. The importance of committing. Committing to it. I mean, when I say committing, I mean... There is no other option. I've decided I'm going to do this. There is no other option. You burn the boats. There's no retreat. You do it. We've talked about that before, too. So, so I, you know, that was the direction. I don't know if, if that was even on your mind at all when you thought about this, but that's where I went. So, Yeah, that's, a, uh, that's certainly an interesting way of looking at it. Um, I think... Uh, and I think we can take this in a, in a bunch of different ways. And I, I like what you said about, uh, you know, the fact that we really don't have conversation about this um, prior to recording, right? Yep. So we'll, we'll disclose the topic to one another, yep. and that's it, right? We that's both it. kind of exist in our, our own world and, and are dealing with, you know, thinking about what we're going to talk about and so on. And, and sometimes once we start recording and actually having the conversation about it, it goes in an entirely different direction. Absolutely. Because... You know, um, collectively, our our brains are capable of way much, you know, way more than what we could ever deal with alone, right? right. So that's why teams are so much more effective than individuals, and the uh, the fact that folks can accomplish so many great things when when they have that uh, shared and collective mindset and working towards something, right? That they all believe in, right? The uh, the importance of uh, of being able to lead yourself, though cannot be understated right so it it's 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 a lot of things right so it's it's building you mentioned the word habits a little while ago so it's it's building good habits and I, I hesitate to use this word right because the world the world I come from this is this is a dangerous word routine yep routines can be a good thing yep providing that they are good routines yep doing good things absolutely productive things to move yourself forward yeah uh in law enforcement we kind of stayed away from the routine because that'll get you in trouble you know you you've got to deal with each you know each situation for its own merit and be paying attention you can't get in the habit of doing everything the same way all the time although there are some good you know officer safety uh, methods and so on that you want to do pretty consistently but you just you know you can't get uh, you can't get too routine and too predictable uh, because along with that comes complacency, potentially. Yep. No, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. My mind went in a million directions. But I wanted to share this quote. I found it here on my iPad. And I want to... This is... I don't think I've shared this with you before. This is about commitment. Again, the tie-in here is we are committing to leading ourselves in the proper way. And that means that there are going to be particular issues that come up that we are deciding this is what I'm going to do and and you are in so this is by Goethe and he's a German philosopher from a couple hundred years ago his name is spelled G-O-E-T-H-E but I think it's pronounced Goethe those who are really sophisticated will know that anyway this is it this is what he said until one is committed there is hesitancy the chance to draw back always ineffectiveness Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. The moment one definitely commits, then providence moves too. All sorts of things happen to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. 
a whole stream of events come forth from that decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius and power and magic in it. Begin it now. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 That's, uh, you know, that we, we could pare that down into something that I know I've said to you and you said to me that, um, you know, when you put something out there, when you, when you move forward and you, you have a thought and, and you, you want to make that happen and, and you start putting it out there for the universe, the universe will conspire to get behind you and make you. this happen. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and, what and to me, that's, that's what was spinning around as you were reading that is, yeah. is just confirmation of that, that belief. Yeah. So there you go. You know, the, um, the other thing that you, uh, I think we all have to be careful of is protecting ourselves and our minds from negativity. Yeah. Right. So, uh, in this particular situation that, that we're dealing with, um, with these folks being lost right now. Uh, there, I think, is, is sometimes a, a natural tendency of, of folks to think about the worst. You know, well, what if this? What if that? What do we do in this situation? And when those have reared their ugly head in my presence, either physically in my presence or on a phone call or whatever, I, I shut that stuff down. Right, so I, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to. I don't want to even entertain it as a possibility, right? Because I believe that there's going to be a positive outcome here, and I refuse to believe anything else until there's concrete evidence that shows me otherwise. Right. But until then, I'm still believing there's going to be a positive outcome here. So, and I, I think when you remain calm under those circumstances, like just like you said, and keep that positive outcome as your complete expectation. When you don't do that, first of all, it draws, it saps you of energy, and you begin to think and do things irrationally. And when you talk about, no, I'm, I'm maintaining hope, um, I know they're out there, I know these are strong, smart, resourceful, rugged men who are, you know, lost at sea temporarily. Right. We're going to find them, and that's the convenient turn. It, it just causes everything about you to go about it in a much more effective way rather than allowing it to you know dwell in all of the right. negativity well in, in negativity I, I think that uh, we all should make a personal declaration that there's no place for negativity in our lives because you absolutely can't have a positive life with negativity in your mind and allowing it to, to take root and stay there right so as we talked about earlier it's gonna crop up sure. and you gotta shut it down right just yeah. don't even entertain it. Move on to the, to the next thought. And don't dwell on stuff, right? right? So, you know, you have a negative interaction with somebody. Next. Move yep. on. Yep. Don't let people uh, take up residence in your head in a negative way without paying rent. Live in your head rent-free, yes. That's right. right. Exactly. Well, let me ask you a question then. Changing slightly the direction of this, unless you have more to say on... You know, I, was, I always you, have more you, to say. You do. <laughs> Yeah, I got to reach. I, I should never say that. Again. Um, should you choose to engage in this next avenue of conversation, please do. Um, okay, now that now that you're leading yourself well, 
Tell me your thoughts about leading others. And I'll tell you mine. <laughs> Fair enough. So there, uh, well, first off, you, you've laid the groundwork, right? You're the, the walking, talking example. And I'm, I'm going to take this in a, in a slightly different direction for one moment. I heard, okay. heard something that somebody said the other day, and I can't remember the exact source. But ultimately, what the, what the statement was is live your life as, as the example that you want to see in other people because you may be the only Bible they ever read. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the only or the only example they ever see of yeah. that issue, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Whatever and, it is. Uh, so I just, when I heard that, I thought, wow, that's that's powerful. It right? absolutely that, uh, is. You know, not intending to take this down a re- religious path, and at the same time, not intending not to. Right. I just thought that was a powerful statement. What, uh, whatever you believe. So yeah. Be I, that be that example, right? So that. lead uh, lead from the front, and uh, people will follow you. So I think um, some of the key things for me in, in leadership is um, obviously being that example and uh, being willing to get in the trenches. And I always believe that you should never ask someone to do something that you would not be willing to do yourself. Okay. Now, Setting it doesn't mean example. you have to do it, right? right? Because in many right. cases, that's just not practical for you be, to be the one doing it. And at the same time, your willingness to do it is what matters. And the fact that other people understand the fact that you would be willing to do it as well. Or have you know in times past engaged in that that same activity yourself, so I think that's key, and um, you know knowing knowing where you want to go, right? So under understanding what that uh, what that vision of the future looks like, and when you're when you're leading people, having the ability to effectively communicate that with them so that they get excited and engaged in that vision, and they are as much on board with it, achieving it as you are. So yeah. I think. You know, you've got to be that, that that visionary and a cheerleader to get others engaged to move things move things forward. I, w- yeah. I have a whole list of things yeah, here. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna react to a couple. I'm smiling because, you know, I'd written down what are now what are some really important fundamental principles of leadership. Now that you've got yourself under control, not that you're perfect and you're not gonna make mistakes, but you hit on several of them in that sort of um, just last couple minutes of talking randomly about stuff that was popping into your head. Yeah, you talked about you talked earlier today about um, knowing yourself. Yeah, you got to know yourself so that you can uh, offset the things that you either don't like to do or that you're not good at by bringing other people in around you that are good at that. Having a, a, a diverse, intellectually diverse group of people around you who can look at an issue from a number of different ways. Providing the vision and the direction—that's what the leader does. You know, you and I both serve in leadership positions in a variety of areas of our of our life. You know, as the as the head of a club that you are, as a, as a parent to your children, as um, an associate at your workplace, leading others. I mean, there's a there's many many opportunities every single day, and part of it is yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, I wanted to mention, and there's many others, but the whole idea of motivating and inspiring those, you know, creating a vision, describing a desired end state that you're going after with your the team that you're, you're responsible for leading, and getting them so excited about this common goal that you're going after. They're motivated, they're inspired, it's meaningful, it's worthy of effort. 
it's important, all of those things. I mean, the leader is the one that's sort of filtering through all of those opportunities out there and saying, this is where we're going and this is why we're going there. And that's the kind of thing that people can rally around. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that meaningful, motivational, inspiring vision for the future, and then you don't live it and behave it in your daily activity, then it's going to be much more difficult to get them to go in a direction that you want them to. <laughs> yep, no, makes makes perfect sense to me. And while you're uh, while you were talking about that, I was. I can uh, tell you went somewhere. You yeah, kinda, sorry, you, I kind of drifted you, off. No, no, you gazed off, and you were you you were turning. So what were you turning on? What was it that? So it was something that I, I heard on a podcast the other day, and uh, Dr. Dave Martin. If uh, if you've not listened to, uh, he's a pastor, and uh, just a phenomenal guy. He's got an awesome podcast, uh, very very high rated podcast out there, and. Um, so high rated that he's got Harley Davidson as a sponsor on his uh, on his podcast. So we, wow. he's he's not playing in the, in a small arena here, and uh, just a, a great dude with a great message. And um, I intend to ride motorcycles with him at some point. We we're, we I'm just putting that out there, Doctor Dave. So does if you he happen that? to hear that? No, you happen yet. to hear this? Yeah, he doesn't know it yet. Okay. But, uh, okay. I'm I'm gonna go out for a ride with Doctor Dave someday. But um, he had a guest on, and I'm 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 ashamed to say I can't remember. The, uh, the guest's name, but they were talking about uh, leading organizations and you know allowing others to be involved in the decision-making process of things that they were going to do. And because it is important for the, the, the leader to be a visionary and people in the organization, you know, you create the environment where their creative side is allowed to come out and they feel safe to share that information. Hey, Amen. Uh, you know, a lot of good information will come forward from others within the organization are you looking at my list are you <laughs> no you're I not i can't see it <laughs> but uh so he he was talking about you know how they you know because they do get so many different ideas how they deal with the you know with with being inundated with ideas and they uh, this is something i'm actually going to uh work at implementing in our in our club it's uh they call it the iron triangle and he he described each piece of it in a, in a certain way, and I I pared it down to to be more simplistic, f so that it was easier for me to remember. Um, and so I uh, I pared it down to this: this the three sides of that triangle are ma uh, the the uh, the mission, right? So yep. does this idea align with our mission? Yep. The other side, another side is money, right? So, do we have the money? Mission money, um, and and then the third side is the manpower, okay. right? So, those resources. Do we have Damn, the mission? You're looking the money, at my list. I'm telling you, <laughs> you keep hitting on like every element I got here. Yeah, if you uh, and and so the the guiding uh, philosophy in that organization is when you have an idea that you can check all of those boxes off, then you can bring it forward. Um, until okay. you can then you, you just table it in your head and let's say one side's missing yeah, you might have to engage some others in the organization to figure out how you're going to check that box you know because it's still with two sides of that it still may very you know be a very worthwhile idea but when you got all three of them then you, you got the green light to, to bring it forward okay so the ones that you hit on that are on my list uh, I call to get you might even use the exact words create creating the right environment you know that's the leader's job making everybody feel comfortable making everybody feel welcome 
to me, we're talking about the culture and the values of the organization that very much flow down from the leadership of a team, of an organization, of whatever it is. And having put, putting that in place, uh, selecting the right people to be a part of, part of the organization, that's an important task of the leadership. And uh, very important with respect to the people is, and I've, you know, all of us have seen this so many times in our lives, it's not when it comes to leadership one size fits all. It is very much situational leadership with each individual person because everybody's different. They have different buttons that, that you're going to push and you're not going to approach this person the same way that you would approach that person because it would be disastrous if you did. You know that they're motivated differently. You know that their situation is different. And so you have to be, you know, head in the game, situational awareness, and execute situational leadership with each individual person. And uh, you look like you went off on another thought again. No, no, so, I oh, did. you didn't. I, well, just... I, I did. I okay. did. Uh, absolutely. You, you got me excited when you were talking about that because I am, I am so square up in that same space. I love hearing somebody i don't really love it i i mean i I do in kind of a sick and twisted way um love it when i hear somebody that's in a a leadership position say that um i am fair i treat everybody the same and i (laughs) you know because i just want to give them a flag that says i'm a dipshit and have them walk around (laughs) with that for the rest of their lives until they learn how to do that differently right because you can't treat everyone the same because we're not all the same Right. right you have to have that ability to deal with it as a situational leadership situation and deal with it in a way that's right for the person that you are engaging with because it's not a one-size-fits-all and you can't treat everybody the same no you can't you can't so i was just i was just having a little internal chuckle when you uh when you said that because that is so spot on so the there's another one that i want to mention and uh i'm going down my list know yourself know your people motivate and inspire create the right environment set the example select good people here's one of the things that drives me crazy about some leaders and good leaders don't do this good leaders make decisions and very often they make them very quickly and very often they don't change them unless and until you prove to them that there's a there's a better way or the decision can be improved upon Uh, there is nothing worse in in the workplace, when you're at, you know, no matter where you're at, doesn't matter if it's a, you know, a club, a sports team, a coach, uh, any kind of leader. If somebody's not willing to make a decision, it is dysfunction at every level. You know, oh, let's analyze it some more. Oh, let's kick it down. The, let's kick this can down the road. Right. And the paralysis of analysis. Right. All of that stuff. No, good leaders make decisions, and they make them quickly, and they stick to them. And that doesn't mean that they can't be knocked off of that decision that they made. In fact, good leaders can change their minds based on the facts that are new facts that are presented to them. And that's another, I think it's a, a sign of strength that typically right. this is what we're doing, this is where we're going, this is why we're doing it, and you stick to it, short of some really good evidence that you ought to be going in another direction. So the whole issue of decision-making is key in my view. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and being, you know, you, you hit on the key point, though, being open to changing your mind and, and going a different route based on good information because any uh, any good leader in, in my opinion worth their salt is going to surround themselves with people that don't think exactly like them right they have to right right because they see the world in a certain way 
the, that particular person, that leader, sees the world in a certain way, and they're going to miss things. So if they align themselves with people that think exactly like them, they're all going to miss it. Right. And it could be something huge. Right. That uh, it, you know, missing it is going to be catastrophic going down down the line, moving forward with executing the plan. And so you have to uh, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people that in in many ways think differently outside the the same boxes that you're in and are willing to voice that to you okay wait i'm gonna stop right there because i know what you mean but i want you to explain it okay like-minded people that think differently i think that was the the exact quote that you said yeah and i it's funny because when i said it i was like that's gonna be confusing And I'm I, not I, intending I, to contradict I know, myself. I know, I know you mean. Yeah, but. no. So I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you called that out. So when when I say like-minded, I'm talking about people with similar values. Okay, there you go. And uh, and maybe that would have been a right. better way to say yeah. it. Right. But uh, yeah. So you know, people that that are that are, have values in parallel with yours, and may see certain aspects of the world differently. Yeah. And uh, and, and and may focus on different things. Right. So you you have to play to your strengths. And understand your weaknesses and surround yourself with people that have complementary strengths and weaknesses so you know if, if you suck in a certain area make sure you got people around you that excel in those areas right so that together you right. can move the move the needle right absolutely and then my final point on leading the team is and we, we've hit on it but I'm gonna hit specifically on it and that is maintaining situational awareness um, you know I spent a number of years at sea on ships and one of the things that you learn early on is the captain of the ship him or her he or she doesn't get involved they don't jump on the helm they don't jump on the throttles they don't bury their head in the radar they don't bury their head in the details of a navigation plot and the charting they don't what they do is they remove themselves from, the, from all of those little bitty details and put themselves at a higher level and watch the performance of the entire system. Maintaining situational awareness all, at all times so that somebody kind of says, wow, all of these little individual elements are performing at a very high level while we're about ready to you know, run onto a shoal. No, the captain has to have, the leader in this case is the tie-in, has to maintain that big picture situational awareness, keep everybody... Um, honest by not having the same really focused perspective at a lower level I, I do, that's really important for leadership agreed agreed yeah. so I want, I, I've got a kind of a, a question for you on that that subject mm-hmm. right so do you think that that changes um, using the same example do you think that changes when the size of the boat changes right so let's let's say we're not dealing with a ship right now with mm-hmm. a, a larger crew we're dealing with a smaller craft that doesn't have as many people. So folks may, may have to have their hands in, in more things early on at, before the organization grows and you know gets bigger. Does that, yeah. does that make sense? It does. And so uh, the way I would answer that is this, I would say the fundamental principle is the same, but the way that it gets executed is different, right? On a really, really small crew where there's only so many positions, yeah, sometimes the captain does get in and, and play a role specific role in a specific position so you're right it, it can be and they, the case but and they have to learn and and that's a uh, that's a skill i think you learn as you go um when it's right to to let go of those things you know as you grow and there's more capable people that can step in 
letting go of some of those things and, and engaging other people, uh, I think is a great idea. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, you know, sometimes it's more difficult in practice because, you know, you might uh, have some ownership to that particular area that you've been dealing with. But as you grow, it just, it doesn't make sense for you to continue to do that. So you, you know, you'll actually, by not letting it go, I have seen it create frustration in in, in, in the audience and in, in the team because yeah. there's folks that know that they are quite capable of doing those things and they're not being allowed to step forward right. and, and share their abilities in, a, in an effective way. Oh yeah, you can, you can if you don't let go of it. You know, and the, the syndrome that people um, suffer from is nobody can do this better than I can. I'm the one that has to do it. And boy, if <laughs> if you want your team, your organization to grow and, you know, over time, you got to back away from that concept. Yeah, you got to let stuff go. Absolutely agree. Yeah, it's like the, um, and I, you know, I, I call these things out because I think any anybody that cares anything about leadership, you know, you've you've learned as you've navigated the the waters of life and leadership, and you've done it wrong at times. I no know, doubt. I know myself. Yep. Some of the greatest leadership lessons I've learned is by doing it wrong and seeing the the reaction, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, or, yeah. or, or or watching somebody else do no, it wrong and self. seeing Don't seeing the reaction. Again. Yeah, I'm not going to do it like that. Right. Right. Um, so I think uh, I think that's very important. You, know, you, de- you definitely got to got to engage the right people and, and and help move that needle forward, so you don't uh, end up breeding frustration inside the organization. So yeah, it's it's uh, it can be challenging, but that's that's part of it, right? So you you've got to continue to 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 fuel yourself as a, as a leader, and that's part of leading yourself. You know what? Uh, what are you doing to, to re-energize yourself, to, to keep yourself going? You know, what are you reading? Um, what, are, what are those habits that you're doing every day? Um, yeah, the, the, and the, it, you're so right about the growth. I mean, the, the leadership principles that you know and practice, typically, there's always exceptions, but typically at 21 are very different than they are at 45, are very different than they are at 60, because you know so much more. And as long as you're continuing to want to get better at what you do, you will. And um, yeah, I, some of the thing I, I look back at, yeah, I mean, you said it. You you look back at circumstances that if you knew then what you know now, you would have handled completely, oh, absolutely. Di- completely uh, differently. Absolutely. And I, I was, when I was talking a minute ago, I lost a train of thought, and now it just came oh, back. Oh, good. The, the boomerang effect. Yes. <laughs> it came back around. Yes. But um, so what I what I intended to say about um, you know, developing others and allowing others to, to be involved in, mm-hmm. in moving the organization forward and, and, and becoming more engaged in things. It's like the military uh, mindset of you know, the guy um, right next to you or, or the rank below you needs to know the job of the person uh, you know, above them in, in their, their supervisory role or the next, uh, next role on the team or whatever. Because you know, the, the, the sad but true fact is that person might go down. Right. And, uh, and now that, you know, the mission can't stop, right? right? The mission's got to keep going. So you need to develop those around you so that, uh, something bad happens or for some reason, a a leader or or a key player on the team is, is removed from the situation because of some incident that, that occurs life, you know, gets in the way. Uh, the rest of the team has to be able, they have to be knowledgeable and skilled enough to step in and keep moving forward to execute the mission. Yeah. No, you're right. One of the greatest leaders I ever worked for said that precisely when he came aboard, was on a ship, and he said, 
one of my jobs is to make all of you so good at your jobs that I don't have to be here. You know, that was his goal. And, I, you know, it was just a different way of looking at things because, you know, I don't, I don't want anybody to do anything better than I do because, you know, my pride is involved. <laughs> uh, so, but that's not it. No, you got it. You're right. You got to, you got to develop the people around you so that they can do it. So. Yeah, it's like the, the, the teacher and the student mindset, right? So yeah. a teacher shouldn't be threatened or, or negatively impacted by the success of their student, Correct. right? They should actually be proud right. that that person has excelled beyond, you know, wh where they were and, uh, and, and maybe even beyond where the teacher is. You bet. You know, you've, uh, you, that's the, that, that, that equals knocking it out of the park in my mind. Absolutely. So leading self, leading others. Get a hold of yourself, get a hold of your own mindset. Um, make sure that you are in a condition and a position where you can then move out of your own head and all of the negative destructive stuff and be very effective at, at leading others. That's sort of the conclusion of the matter for me. How about for you? Yeah, I, I think you summed it up. I, I mean, this is a this is a topic we could go on talking about absolutely all night yeah. long, right. probably, right. and we'd you know regurgitate some of the same stuff, and 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 probably think about new things too. Yeah, uh, because there's a there's a lot involved, right? We're we're dealing with people, the dynamic of of human beings, and all that goes with that. And um, as I'm talking, one of those things that I think is critical okay. just pops into my head, okay. right? So. Um, emotional intelligence yeah. and, and compassion, right? So you, you have to be able to have your finger on the pulse of the organization and the people within it and, and be able to pick out when somebody's not hitting on all eight cylinders that day yep. um, and, and understanding why that is, right? So what's going on? You know, that's one of the first things. Somebody starts acting out in a way that they don't typically act. Yeah. You know, one of the first things I... I ask is what's going on in right. their life, right? So what, what has caused them to start acting in this way? Because this is not normal for them. And right. I think you gotta, you know, you gotta address that root cause first because you know, in many cases there's, there's something going on yeah. that's causing somebody to, to react in a way that they don't, you know, it's not consistent with how they normally show up. And yep. that all goes back to the, the emotional intelligence piece. It does, and what you reminded me of, one more point is you, you said compassion that made me think of the word forgiveness, the power of forgiveness, you know, in your own personal life as well as as a leader. We, to, when, you, when you forgive, and I'm not saying forget, and I'm not saying don't learn, and I'm not saying anything other than when something goes wrong, you got to either forgive yourself or you got to forgive those around you. And that is extremely powerful over time. When they learn that, that you're that way, um, they're so much more willing to to follow your lead into all kinds of different circumstances. Forgiveness is selfish, right? And I and I mean that <laughs> okay, I mean yeah. that in a good way, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you're you're really forgiving yourself or forgiving someone for yourself. Because <laughs> otherwise, we mentioned you know giving somebody you know taking the opportunity to take up space in your head rent free, right? So there there's all kinds of science around what holding a grudge. And, and keeping that in your mind does to you in a negative way. So forgiveness really is selfish. Right. It's not necessarily, and it can be for that person too, but it's primarily for you. Right. You gotta forgive and, and you gotta move on and, uh, and live life in a, in, a, in a happy way, in a joyful way, right? So enjoy, enjoy each day and, 
and take it in stride and make sure that you're enjoying the ride along the way. Enjoy the ride. We haven't talked Enjoy, about that in a while, we but have not. I can't believe that, that hasn't come be, up. I know. <laughs> we be on the first one and it sort of disappeared. Not, you know, thought not not because of conscious effort. It just right. somehow didn't come up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank Out, you. Uh, outstanding conversation. And I uh, hope everybody out there in podcast land uh, enjoys it as, as much as we did. And uh, we look forward to the next topic. And, and I don't know if you can give us a sneak peek of what that is tonight, if you're going to make Absolutely us hold out until next week. No, I'm making you hold out. <laughs> no. All right, fair enough. It's only because I haven't decided yet. <laughs> in full, you know, I got full you. disclosure. Un- yeah. Understand, yeah. understand. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, look forward to uh, week eight. Week eight. We'll be over the hump. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Graybeard Chronicles. Please subscribe so you'll receive notification when new episodes are available. To learn more about the Graybeards, visit their website, graybeardchronicles.com.